Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports by the Hour podcast. This is the start of basketball season. This is Matthew Schwab, and I'm here with Ethan Schapp. So I'm going to start off here with my predictions for the Western Conference. Uh, at my number one spot in the conference, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. This is due to Kawhi Leonard. I think that it's between him and Giannis on who is going to win the MVP this season. And I think that Kawhi Leonard right now is the best player in the NBA. Um, obviously, he took down the Golden State Warriors. He took down the Philadelphia 76ers. He did everything last year. So I got the Clippers at number one. My number two spot goes to their crosstown rivals, the Los Angeles Lakers. This is LeBron James and Anthony Davis. It's their team. Nobody else on that team really compares. I mean, yeah, they got Kyle Kuzma, but compared to the stardom and the talent of LeBron James and Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma will be a factor, but not a big one. Next up, I got the Nuggets coming in at third. Uh, this is Nikola Jokic's breakout year. He had a fantastic rookie year last year. Um, and I think that he's in very strong contention to win the MVP this year. I think that if it's anybody, it's going to be between Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Kawhi Leonard. So I got the Nuggets with Jokic and Jamal Murray coming in third in the West. Number four, I actually have the Portland Trailblazers. This is due to Damian Lillard. I think that Damian Lillard, people give him credit, but not enough. I think he's the third best point guard in the NBA. I would put him behind, honestly, I would put him up there with Kyrie. Like, he makes a case for second for me. So, I think that Damian Lillard is going to carry this team, along with CJ McCollum. Uh, I think that he is going to carry this team to the fourth seed in the Western Conference. Next up at number five, the Spurs. The Spurs are just a fantastic franchise. And the reason that I'm so high on them this year is because we saw how good DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge could play in their first year together last year. This year is going to be even better for them. Not only that, but they have the greatest basketball coach to ever live in Greg Popovich uh, on the sidelines there, helping them through everything. So that's why I'm high on the Spurs this year. Number six, I actually have the Rockets. Most people would have them above the Spurs and maybe even above the Trailblazers. But I don't think that this connection between Russell Westbrook and James Harden will work right away. It's going to work in the long run. But it won't work right away, and that means that this season may not be their best year. It's something that Harden and Westbrook don't want to happen, but it's something that most likely will happen. It's all about getting that team chemistry back up and kind of getting used to the new system. Following them at the number seven speed seed, I have the Utah Jazz. I am very, very high on the, on the Utah Jazz, and it is because of Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is a baller. He can play basketball better than most people in the NBA. He is, I wouldn't call him underrated because he gets a lot of credit, but he's still underrated because he deserves more credit than what he does get. He is better than what people say he is. And I love Donovan Mitchell. So I think that he's going to be able to carry the Jazz to a low seed in the West. 
Number eight, there the eighth seed in the West is honestly a toss-up for me. It could be between the Warriors, the Mavericks, the Kings, or the Timberwolves. I love the Warriors because of Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, and the fact that Klay Thompson will be returning this year. I love the Mavericks because of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. I love the Kings because I love the Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald players. The Aaron Fox to me is one of the most underrated yet most talented point guards in the NBA. And the Timberwolves, I love Carl Anthony Towns. I think that he is a fantastic basketball player. Um, next up for the Eastern Conference, I have at the number one seed, I have the 76ers. Picking up Al Horford last year was the biggest move that they will ever make. They now have Ben Simmons, who, if you watch his training clips, he has developed a jumper. His jumper looks a lot smoother than what it did in previous years. And I think that he is going to develop significantly at the point guard position. They also still have Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and like I said earlier, Al Horford. That is a championship caliber team. They are a team to be not to be messed with in the NBA. Following them, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Number one seed in the East last year and the number one seed in the entire NBA last year. Um, it's the same team they had last year. Still Giannis, still Chris Middleton. Um, I think Chris Middleton will regress slightly this year um, on paper, but I think that his impact on the team will be as loud as ever. Giannis, obviously, uh, from now on until the end of his career, is most likely going to be an MVP, an MVP candidate year in and year out. He is a fantastic basketball player with raw natural talent. Um, so I have the Bucks taking the number two seed. Number three seed, I actually have the Celtics. Most people would put them in number two, but I think that the Celtics will not be as good with Kemba Walker as they were with Kyrie. Kyrie was a toxic player in the locker room, but Kemba is just not as good of a player as Kyrie is. Kemba is a fantastic basketball player, fantastic handles, fantastic shooting, um, all around fantastic point guard. But he cannot play at the level of Kyrie Irving. So I have the Celtics dropping down to the third seed. My number four seed is the Indiana Pacers. Once Victor Oladipo comes back, this team is dangerous. It's Victor Oladipo and Victor Oladipo. His team only. And I think that he is a player capable of bringing his team all the way up as high as a fourth seed in a rather weak Eastern Conference. My number five seed goes to the Pistons. I think Derrick Rose is going to have an amazing year. I love Derrick Rose. I think last year he showed he showed us all that he still has a lot left in the tank in his career. Uh, and honestly, everybody that loves the NBA is rooting for Derrick Rose right now. I also think Blake Griffin is still consistently one of the better power forwards in the NBA. Uh, I think he can still get the job done night in and night out. He showed that last year uh, in his first season with Detroit. So I had the Pistons coming in at the fifth seed in the East. My number six seed, um, I actually had the Nets dropping way down. Now there are rumors that Kevin Durant will return this year. Um, I don't think that will happen. I think that they're going to rest him for the year. Uh, so basically this team is just going to be Kyrie Irving, um, kind of carrying the team to a six seed, which he can do, but at the same time, 
it's not enough to get them deep in the playoffs. My number seven seed, I have the defending champions, the Toronto Raptors, dropping all the way to the seventh seed. This is a much different team without Kawhi Leonard. They still have Pascal Siakam. They still have Kyle Lowry. They still have Marcus Gasol. But they don't have Kawhi Leonard. And that's all they needed. Kawhi Leonard is that much of an impactful player that once you lose him, your team drops. And you drop significantly. Now, once again, my eight seed is still kind of a toss-up. Uh, I feel pretty strong about the Atlanta Hawks actually making the playoffs in the eighth seed, but I wouldn't count out the Chicago Bulls, the Miami Heat, or the Orlando Magic. Uh, the Hawks, I think they're going to make it because of Trey Young. Trey Young is a fantastic player. Up-and-coming talent, great shooter, great dribbler, um, even a pretty good defender for his size. Um, so I think that Trey Young is going to be able to comfortably lead them to an eight seed in the Eastern Conference. But I wouldn't count out the Bulls and Zach Levine. If Laurie Markkinen can progress this year, I think that the Bulls will take that eight seed from the Hawks and maybe even have a shot of bouncing the Raptors down to the eight seed and taking the seventh seed. Um, but that's if Markkinen progresses. I love Zach Levine, however, and I think that he is an absolute baller. I think that he can get the job done night in and night out. My other two teams that I think could make a run for that eight seed in the East are the Miami Heat uh, with Jimmy Butler, who I think is a fantastic basketball player. Um, he is obviously one of the best defenders in the NBA, and he also has shown a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Um, he scores 20 night in, night out. He gets boards, assists night in, night out, and he consistently holds his opponents to little to no points. Um, also, the Orlando Magic, obviously Nikola Vucevic coming off a fantastic year last year. Um, he is one of the better shooting big men in the NBA. Uh, I just I want to see a little bit more out of him. I want to see a little bit more out of him on the defensive side. I feel like last year there were there were games where he focused more on his offense and his defense. And yes, while offense is important, defense to me is the more important factor in winning a basketball game. Now for my Eastern Conference champion, I have the 76ers. They're too talented. They're too talented. I don't see a way that this team can really flop because even if Joel Embiid goes down with an injury, even if he gets knocked out for the season, they got Al Horford. Even if, even if they don't have Joel Embiid, they got Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Josh Richardson. Yes, they lost J.J. Redick, but Josh Richardson is still a very good substitute for that. I mean, he's not the level of shooting that Redick was, but he's pretty good in his own right. Now, for my NBA Finals, obviously I have the Los Angeles Lakers representing the West, and I have the Philadelphia 76ers representing the East. For this, I have it being a series that goes to six games, but I think that the Lakers are going to come out on top four to two. Why? Because of playoff and finals experience. 76ers are going to win the championship next year, but they're not going to win it this year. They need to get used to playing in that type of situation. 
I don't know how they will perform under that kind of pressure, and nobody does. We've seen LeBron perform under that pressure. We saw him do it nine years in a row. We've seen him win three NBA championships. And yes, he's lost six, but this time is different. He has Anthony Davis on his team and Kyle Kuzma supporting the both of them. This Lakers team, well, won't while it, while they won't have a better regular season record than the Los Angeles Clippers, I think that playoffs-wise, it comes down to LeBron and Kawhi, and I think that with his overall more playoff experience and also the fact that I think Anthony Davis is a better player than Paul George who can outplay him, I think that the Lakers are going to come out on top over the Clippers and for the same reasons come out on top over the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, Okay, so I'm going to start with my Western Conference predictions. Uh, And then one seed, I have the LA Clippers uh, for the simple fact of their defense led by Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Pat Bev. Uh, they They just have so many great guys on the defensive side of the ball where they can take away your best or your first and second scoring options and make it really hard for your team to win. Um, I do think this team will lose a good amount of games, though, because of their stars sitting out. Uh, Kawhi showed last year that he's going to want to rest his body for the playoffs. But even with that being said, I think they'll be the one seed. Two seed, I have the Lakers. Um, I'm listening to the say with the duo of LeBron and AD. Uh, I'll get more into them later when I talk about my Western Conference predictions. But uh, those two guys alone make you a top five team in the NBA Uh, My three seed is the Denver Nuggets. Um, I'm really high on this team, um, mainly because of their depth. They have Jokic. They have uh, Latavius Murray. No, not Latavius Murray. (laughs) Jamal Murray. Murray. Um, Gary Harris. And then off the bench, they're going to have Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Bull Bull. So this team, especially with Bull Bull and Michael Porter Jr. being such question marks coming on to, well, Bull Bull's rookie year and Michael Porter Jr.'s technically rookie year after being injured all last year. This team has some great firepower. Fourth is the Utah Jazz. I am super excited about the Utah Jazz. Uh, their starting five consists of um, uh, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Bojan, Bo- Bojan Bodanovic, Joe Ingles, and Mike Connolly. Uh, that starting five is extremely dangerous despite Joe Ingles kind of being only average. But the other four are all tremendous players. Um, Connolly, Mitchell, and Bojan on offense, and then Rudy Gobert being a top-tier defensive center in the league. Uh, I think this team can make some real big damage, and I think Donovan Mitchell is an amazing young player, and he can take a big step next year, and that's why I had him so high in my seeding. Fifth, I have the Portland Trailblazers, solely because of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Uh, They also added... Hassan Whiteside, which I think is an overall uh, better addition to their team than Ennis Kanter was for them last year. So I think they're only going to get better. Six, I have the Houston Rockets. Even though I don't really know how it's going to shake out with Russell Wilson, uh, not Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook and James Harden on the same team. Uh, I think when you have two players with so, such great talent and MVP caliber, uh, well, MVP winners, that they'll find a way to make it work. My seventh seed, who, which I'm, they kind of flip. With my seventh seed, it would be the Timberwolves, but I could see them missing for other teams. And then, but because it's only Carl Anthony Towns on that team, they lost Derrick Rose in the offseason, who was, who like Trump said, had a great season last year. And Andrew Wiggins is 
is a good player, but he's just not consistent enough. And I have the Spurs as my AC, but I'm going to say the Spurs are definitely making the playoffs just for the sole fact of Popovich. Now, my three other teams that could give the T-Wolves a run for their money and, like, for their spot would be the Dallas Mavericks because of Luka and Porzingis. I think you have both of them. You have a real shot at just being an amazing team. Uh, the Kings, I'm a big De'Aaron Fox fan, uh, and I really want Marvin Bagley to take the next step. And then my 11th team is the Warriors, even though I really don't think the Warriors will have that much of an impact this season, especially uh, with them ruling out uh, Clay for pretty much the whole season. Uh, you still have to put them in there. They still have Curry. They still have um, Green. But I just don't think they'll have that much of an impact. But I do have them as my 11th. Now for the East, uh, I actually have the same top four as Schwab. First, I have the 76ers. I think they're just all around, have the most talent. Uh, number two, Bucks. Giannis can single-handedly carry a team to a one seed like we saw last year. And I think he's going to do it again and get him well enough to be the second seed. Uh, third seed, I have the Celtics, which I'm extremely high on. I think this team has so much so much talent all over the place. You have Jason Tatum. Uh, you have Jason Tatum. You have um, Kemba Walker. You have Jalen Brown as a shooting guard who they just signed to a four-year deal. And then they have – now, the biggest, the biggest problem I have with the Celtics is they did lose Al Horford, which I think is – a way bigger part of their team than anyone is giving them credit, who also went to the 76ers, which is make them better. Al Horford was like their, their like general manager on the floor, or their floor manager, and he kept the team together. Um, but they, to me, they had the best draft. They had Taco Falls, who they didn't even draft. They signed him, undrafted free agent. And Carson Edwards off the bench who from Purdue, who I think is just going to be absolutely amazing once he gets his time to shine. Uh, my fourth seed is the Pacers. Um, Victor Oladipo is a different style of player. Uh, this team showed last year that even without Oladipo, they can still maintain their own and took the Celtics deep into the playoffs and uh, into their series with the play uh, in their in their series with the Celtics. But when Oladipo comes back fully healthy, this team is going to be a force. Fifth seed, I have the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving, who I think is going to challenge Giannis for the MVP this year. Those are my two guys. Uh, Giannis and Kyrie Irving. I think Irving is just going to play his own basketball. He doesn't have to share it with anybody like next year. And if Durant does come back at the end of this year, he will. But for the first time in his career, he won't have either LeBron or a young Celtics team that wants the ball as well to deal with. Sixth, this is kind of like my shocker pick. I have the Atlanta Hawks coming in the sixth seed. I am extremely high on this team. I think they have a, a lot of great young talent. Um, like Rob said, Trey Young is probably one of my favorite young players in the league. I think he's absolutely amazing. You also have John Collins. And then they have two great rookies, Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, who are going to help come off the bench and help find themselves moving forward. So I'm really high on this Hawks team. Then my seventh seed is the Miami Heat. They have Jimmy Butler. Uh, I think their team is just okay. I'm not really in love with Miami Heat. And my eighth seed, I have the Toronto Raptors, who without with the loss of Kawhi Leonard don't really have a star. Marcus Gasol is old. Um, Kyle Lowry is not reliable. And Pascal Siakam is a young young stud, but I just don't know if he's that next-level talent. And then my two teams that will just either miss the playoffs is going to be the Pistons, uh, mainly because of Andre Drummond and uh, Blake Griffin as their backcourt. Now, Derrick Rose is there playing, but I'm not sure if he can stay healthy for a whole year. Um, I hope he can, like Schwab said. Any NBA fan will be praying and cheering for that. And then I also have the Orlando Magic, which is Vucevic, who is one of the best scoring or offensively gifted centers. But like you said, he needs to have more of a complete game. 
for the west uh, for the east my uh east prediction is actually going to be the boston celtics um i think it all kind of relies on kemba walker if he can like like if he can fill the shoes of Kyrie and actually become that like tier one player not just a really good player on a really bad team like he was for the hornets but if he can they have the team they have the players to be the best i think offense in the league for the west i have the lakers um I just don't think you can bet it against LeBron. Last year in his 16th season, he had 27 points, 8.6 rebounds, and 8.3 uh, assists. And he's just dominant. You give him a top five player in the league like Anthony Davis, and then you also put shooters around him with A.B. Bradley, Quinn Cook, Jared Dudley, and hopefully if Kyle Kuzma can get his shot under control, he's a, he's a good three-point shooter. He's not a good player. He's a good three-point shooter. But... Um, if you if you can give LeBron shooters and you can give him another tier top player, I don't know how the I don't know how you can beat him in a in a seven uh seven game series. But I think the best series of all the playoffs will be when the Lakers and the Clippers do meet up. Um, I think that would be better than even the Lakers Celtics finals. But I'm gonna have the Lakers as my champions.